0: The University of Louisville football team faces a short week this week, having to face Duke on Thursday evening, 7.30 kickoff in Durham, North Carolina. We're going to talk to you about the key players you need to watch out for on both teams and also explaining why the Louisville Cardinals will cover the spread in this matchup against the Blue Devils. All that and more right here on the Locked on Louisville podcast. Stay tuned. (laughs) are Locked on Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back in to another episode of the Locked on the Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. I want to take this time to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. And just a reminder, the Locked on Louisville Podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team every day. We are now doing a full dive into the preview against the Duke Blue Devils 730 kickoff in Durham, North Carolina at Wallace Wade Stadium. On Thursday evening for the Cards, the Louisville Cardinals looking to achieve bowl eligibility. We're going to start out identifying the two key players to watch for both Louisville and Duke in this matchup. One offensive, one defensive for both teams. And then we'll transition into why the Cards will cover the big 19 and a half point spread. Um, on that in that matchup um, <clears throat> before we get into the content of today's show like I mentioned my name is Dalton Pence for those who are not aware of who I am um, I do some PNAS work for the university in various sports and I'm also a credentialed media member through Cardinal Sports Zone where I serve as a football beat writer and a recruiting analyst you can follow my Twitter handle and the graphic below. Or you can follow the podcast Twitter page at LO underscore Louisville. But let's get right on into the show. The Louisville Cardinals entering this game at, excuse me, 5 and 5. They will need to um really come out in this game with with a vengeance and put duke away early the blue devils have struggled in the acc we'll talk about in the final segment of the show but there's a couple players who played really well last week that i think um could carry that momentum over in this matchup on thursday evening beginning on the offensive side of things co i think it's co-rookie of the week is what amari huggins bruce um got in terms of awards after his performance against Syracuse. But I'm going with the true freshman in this matchup. Um, had his best game to date uh, for the Cardinals last weekend. Six receptions, 54 yards, two touchdowns receiving. Um, I think that, you know, the ability to get him the ball in space really bodes well for what he can do. He's very explosive, very twitchy, makes guys miss. You know, he said it um, post-game. Uh, Scott Satterfield said it in his Monday press conference. You know, hey, look, you know, Mari Huggins-Bruce is one of those guys. He's not the biggest guy out there, but I think that that bodes well to his advantage and helps him to um, make plays with his speed and his agility and quickness. So I think that this is a great opportunity for the cards. Um, The Duke Blue Devils have the second worst passing defense in the country. They are not doing well on that side of the ball at all, uh, let alone the defense in general. But I think that Amari Huggins-Bruce is is the player to focus on here for the Louisville Cardinals, just because it seems like having watched Duke a couple times, you know, admittedly, I'm not too in the know when it comes to um, what they do and what they don't do. I'm not a coach or anything like that. But when I have watched them, it looks like, you know, they have trouble in terms of, you know, in coverage staying with faster receivers and you know completing tackles uh, missed tackles is a big issue for the Duke defense so I think for a player like Amari Huggins Bruce which the Louisville you know coaching staff and the offense in general has identified as one of the guys that hey we need to get this guy the ball out in space let him try to make some stuff happen and you know look what happened against Syracuse um, that came to fruition six receptions two touchdowns uh, he turned in so I think that uh, there could be a lot of benefactors from a bad passing defense that the Cards are going up against this week. You know, you could talk about Jordan Watkins could have a big week, Marshawn Ford, uh, Justin Marshall, Tyler Harrell. You know, the list goes on. I think that that's the beauty of it, and it's so hard to predict just because the the Louisville passing regime is very balanced in terms of skill players at, at the wideout position. So, um, but I think that you know. Amari Huggins, Bruce is a player. He probably is the twitchiest player, you know, in the wide receiving room. I think that he has the you know the most explosiveness. Despite Tyler Harrell leading the nation in yards per reception, I think that in terms of pure explosiveness and pure um, you know uh, making guys miss, I think Tyler, um, sorry, Amari Huggins, Bruce is the guy to go through go to in that situation. So I look for him to have a big game in this one against Duke. Um, you know, whether that be, I could definitely see a three or four receptions for over 100 yards and a touchdown or a pair of touchdowns You know trying to hit him on the home run play. But there could be a lot of other guys that get involved as well. So, But I think Amari Huggins-Bruce carrying that momentum over from the game against Syracuse is the player that we look at here. Another player to look at um, that had a very, very solid game against the Q's last week was Yasir Abdullah, uh, led the team with nine tackles, seven of them being solo. Two sacks, two and a half tackles per loss. You know, I feel like we bring Yasir's name up a lot when it turns to players to watch for. And you know, I get it can get a little redundant, but I, I don't mean it to be in a lazy sense. I'm just saying that, you know, you know this week they're going up against Mateo Durant, who is the um, number 10 in the nation in rushing yards. Um, so the Duke rushing attack is where they like to make their money. I think that Yasir Abdullah is one of the best uh, defenders on the team in general. Uh, in fact, he is the best defender on the team with Monty Montgomery out, um, but he's such a crucial part in the ru- rushing game. But also, you know, being able to get after the quarterback as well makes a lot of things happen in the opposing defense, defensive backfield um, with more clarification. So, I, you know, you could go a lot of different ways here. I think C.J. Avery could be a two-time player. Uh, Key player to watch, you know, back in back-to-back weeks. Dorian Jones, who has been playing well, he could be another guy. Um, I, I'm trying to go away from the secondary for this respective matchup, just because I think that Duke is a team that struggles throwing the ball, and uh, it doesn't help that the fact that um, you know Scott Satterfield mentioned on Monday that they don't even know who the quarterback is going to be in this matchup because um, their regular starter had gotten hurt. They played two freshmen last week and kind of had a little bit of a revolving door. So at the end of the day, um, most of the Louisville defensive focus is going to be on the Blue Devils rushing attack on the ground. And thankfully for the cards, they have been very, very solid against the run this season. Uh, Most recently having a good performance against one of the best rushing attacks in the country in the Syracuse orange, holding them to under 150 yards. So I think it's going to be more the same for the cards in this matchup, but I think a guy like Yassir Abdullah, who players look to, you know, to provide leadership both on and off the field, he's turning in a very, very solid season. Um, You know, Turning into one of the best pass rushers that Louisville has had in the past, you know, five, ten years or so. You know, very, very under the radar type player that is turning in a very impressive um, set of performances in this season. I'm going to get Sir Abdullah here. Um, you could also go defensive line. You know, Yaya Diaby, um, Ashton gelati and even the guys. You know, Malik Clark, Dez Tell, Jacques S. Turner. But for me, um, in terms of you know, pure. Um, not necessarily consistency, but pure production. I should say, I think that Yassir Abdullah is going to potentially lead the cards and tackles again in this matchup. And the key will be getting Duke, the Duke offense off the field and just letting your offense fee. So Yassir Abdullah takes this title, um, for me, in this week, you know, uh, along with Amari Huggins, Bruce on the offensive side of things. The good thing about this week is that you know there's a lot of players that come into factor for this key player to watch recognition, and that that's a good thing because I can see you know a handful of players having some big respective weeks individually against the Duke Blue Devils. But with that being said, let's transition over into the opposition, focusing on two players to watch for on the Duke side of things. That is Mateo Durant, the running back that we mentioned, number ten. In the nation in rushing yards, along with linebacker Shaka Hayward, who is leading the team in tackles. We'll talk about both of those players after we talk about our friends at Prize Picks. If you are a college sports fanatic, Prize Picks is something that you need to focus on. It's daily fantasy made easy, and it's a leader in college sports daily fantasy, offering more college football props than anyone in the world while offering all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid major players you might not have ever heard of. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All of those that deposit and use the promo code Locked will get a hundred percent instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars. So here's how it works: you pick two to five players and an over/under on their projections, and you can win up to ten times on any entry. And it's literally just you versus the you versus the projected numbers. But here's what I like the most is the fact that it allows mixed sports entries, so you can take the over on D'Angelo Russell and combine that with the under on um, Carson Wentz in the same entry. And, um, you know, it, it's easy. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. You can check that out on the App Store or Google Play. Um, it's an award-winning app. It's safe, offers fast withdrawal. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON. Or go to your app store today and download the app. Prize picks is Daily Fantasy Made Easy. So we are now focusing on the Duke side of things, the key players to watch. It all starts with the focal point on offense of Mateo Durant, uh, the big time senior running back. And he's kind of really the only bright spot in this offense when you look at what you know they're doing, respectively. In that sense, Durant has a thousand ninety-five yards on the season, nine touchdowns to his name. Five yards per carry over with 220 attempts. So I think that, you know, with the quarterback situation kind of being fluid and up in the air and not necessarily determined yet with it being a short week, you kind of have to go with things on the fly, even if you don't necessarily feel comfortable with it in the quarterback room. So I would assume that the Blue Devils are probably looking to, um, you know, go heavily and lean heavily on Durant to try to get this offense going and hope to um, you know be able to get through the hole and get through the offensive holes and make some big plays and get some big time scores. So you know it's an it's an uphill uphill battle for the Blue Devils in this one. But Durant, you know, I, I get that the cards are doing extremely well against the opposing team's rushing attack but you know this is just another big test for the team you know Durant you know like Sean Tucker has made the most out of his opportunities um it's a little bit of a different situation because he is a veteran a senior leader um when i watch him play he's got a lot of um you know ability to make things happen between the tackles he's just a guy that um you know he's a big running back 6'1 195 and that's that's pretty Pretty large for a running back, um, a good north-south runner. When you get him into east-west situations, I think that that's kind of where he struggles. Reminds me of reminds me of Jalen Mitchell in a sense. Um, you know, very strong, sort of a of a power back, and uh, really can absorb that first initial hit by the defense and turn that into you know yards after contact um, type situation. So for Louisville, it's a matter of you know wrapping him up quickly. And getting to him in the backfield, so he doesn't, um, so you don't allow him to get ahead of steam and be able to go downhill with some speed. So ultimately, I think that Durant is the no-brainer here on offense. Um, I mean, it's, it's just the fact that Duke struggles throwing the ball offensively. I mean, they they are you know one of the bottom fifty teams when it comes to scoring the football. So you have to um, you know force Duke into third and long situations. But I can you know it seems like you you should be able to know that Duke is going to try to run this ball down Louisville's throat. And they're going to get, you know, Mateo Durant some, you know, he's going to have a big workload. um, Against Virginia Tech this last weekend, didn't necessarily have his best game, probably his worst game today, 10 carries for 33 yards. The Hokies really um, shut him down. Um, last weekend, but against Pittsburgh, 24 carries, 89 yards against Wake Forest, 20 carries, 103 yards. So overall, he, he's kind of a volume ball carrier. He might not necessarily average. You know, like I said, his season average is five yards per carry. But in the past um, two matchups, he's rushed for under four yards per carry, so that's something to watch for. I think, and I think that that bodes well for the opposing defenses because when you can kind of game plan for a team being one dimensional, um, it it definitely helps. But last week against the Virginia um, Virginia Tech Hokies, the Duke Blue Devils ran a couple different quarterbacks there. Um, one of them being in the second half and. Um, Excuse me, and um more, um I think it's Jordan Moore, the freshman quarterback, 6'2", 180 pounds from Sykesville, Maryland, rushed for over a hundred yards, one hundred and thirteen on the ground to be exact, one touchdown in that game, so he could be another player to focus on if he gets the starting nod against the Louisville Cardinals, but um definitely Mateo Durant, the focal point for that Blue Devil, Blue. Duke Blue Devil offense, I say that three times fast, um, but uh, shifting over to the defensive side of things, Shaka Hayward is the player to watch for the Duke Blue Devils on the defense, junior leader, six foot four, two 220 pounds, a Georgia native, uh, leads the team with 78 tackles on the year, only 29 of those are solo tackles, that's something that uh, could be an interesting tidbit it's the fact that I think Duke is sort of a by committee when it comes to the linebacking core. He does have three sacks on the season, one interception for 26 yards. So you let, you know, let's face it. The Duke defense has is one of the worst in the country statistically. And, um, they really, really struggle in all facets, facets of the game. And, um, this is going to be a player to where Shaka Hayward has his work cut out for him against one of the better offensives that he will see this season. And, um, it's going to be interesting to see if he, if they can get him going early and, you know, bring him after the quarterback. He only has three sacks, but, um, you know, does lead the team in tackles. So and the Cards didn't rush for over 200 yards for the sixth straight game against Syracuse, but the Louisville rushing attack still is very potent. And, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of focus on that linebacking core for the Blue Devils to see not only how they can stop the uh, running back committee, but also, you know, the big elephant in the room, and that is stopping Malik Cunningham. Not many teams at all have been able to do that this year. So, you know, Hayward, like I mentioned, has his work cut out for him. Not only is he going to have to focus on what the cards can do on the ground, but also in the air. Um, you know, Louisville looked really sharp in the passing game last week. Malik Cunningham um, had a quarterback rating of, I believe, over 100. If not, he was right there and had four touchdowns in the air. So you have to, you know, focus on all levels of the game, all aspects of the offense as a whole. And I'm just not necessarily comfortable saying that Duke's going to be able to do that and when we talk about what they have done in the ACC slate this season in the upcoming segment, you know, it'll be very uh, you know, very obvious, very evident that, you know, this is a team that has been playing Really bad football and has been struggling. They do play marginally better at home, as Scott Satterfield alluded to in his Monday press conference, but still, you know, it can only do so much. Um, I think that overall, you know, Mateo Durant is the guy to look for on offense. Shaka Hayward, the guy to look for on the defensive side of things. But, um, you know, I don't necessarily feel comfortable with that, with, you know, with the Hayward recognition. Not necessarily because he's not a good player. Just because I think that this Louisville – You know, this Louisville offense is really going to um, have its way against the um, Duke Blue Devil defense. So transitioning over into the Louisville Cardinals are a 19 and a half point favorite against the Duke Blue Devils on Thursday evening. I'm going to tell you exactly why the cards are going to cover that spread uh, right after we talk about our friends at NetSuite. So imagine this. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying ahead of your competition. And 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite, and right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash NCAA. Once again, head to NetSuite.com slash NCAA for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Once again, that is NetSuite.com slash locked on NCAA. So as I mentioned, the Cardinals are a nineteen and a half point favorite over the Duke Blue Devils on Thursday evening courtesy of our friends at Bet Online for those numbers. And I gotta be honest, any team uh any any team, anytime a team is favored by over, you know, 18 points or I, I guess I, you you could say, you know, two scores it makes it a little challenging to uh, to really bet the spread just because, you know, everything has to go well and all it takes is one good performance from the opposition and you're really in a tough situation. But, um, you know, the the two rules that I have that kind of serve as exceptions is if, you know, a top 25 team is playing in mid-major, uh, I could see, you know, making exception or, you know, a respectable team is playing, you know, an, op- an opposing team that has just been struggling a ton. And, um, you know, the the point differential is just off the charts, unfortunately. You know, that brings the 2018 Louisville Cardinal team into mind and, in terms of a lot of people bet against them that year because of, you know, their bad point differential. And look, looking what Duke has done on the season, they are 3-7. and seven. You know, they're, I'm not sure if it's official yet, but there has been rumblings that David Cutcliffe, the longtime Duke head coach, is possibly retiring after this season, so that could serve as a distraction. But overall, the Blue Devils lost to Charlotte to start the year, then won their, then won their three games, One three straight against North Carolina a beat Northwestern um, by seven, and then uh, beat Kansas. But after that, it has been a very tough go for the Duke Blue Devils. They are 0-6 in the conference, the only close game has been a 31 to 27 loss against the Georgia tech yellow jackets back on October 9th. Um, They lost 38 to seven against North Carolina lost 48 to zero against Virginia lost by 38 to wake forest um, lost by, I think it's 25 to Pittsburgh and then lost by um, 31 to Virginia tech. So this has been a team that has been giving up gaudy numbers to the opposition. Like I mentioned, this is the, one of the worst defensive teams in the country, definitely the worst defensive team in the Power Five. I think the only team that they trail in terms of total defense is, I want to say it's Arkansas State. Um, but the Duke Blue Devils are allowing just under 500 yards of offense to opposing teams, which is it's tough. I mean, that is very, very, um, you know, Not, not encouraging. I should say, discouraging, if if you will. Um, Duke on the season, ninety seventh in points per game, twenty four point two that they are scoring per contest. Um, Opposing wise, they are bottom ten in the country in scoring defense, allowing thirty six point eight points per game. I think that this is just, um, you know, a just an overall. A uh, combination of a couple different things. Number one, yes, the Duke defense has been struggling, you know, tenfold. But on top of that, you know, you have to give the credit for Louisville um, playing well. You know, on top of that, uh, after the win against Syracuse, you're able to carry that momentum over into the short week. The cars are healthy outside of linebacker Cam Wilson, who. It's likely that he's probably out, might have played if um, it would have been a Saturday game, but it seems like he's a game-time decision. But regardless, um, no very big-time injuries. The Cards continuing to click on offense. They just had their best performance overall last week against Syracuse. Malik Cunningham is really going to make life difficult for the Duke Blue Devils, who don't do a great job of stopping the pass. So I think that they're going to get the um, air, you know, the – game going through the air very quickly and then you obviously have to stop what Louisville does best and that's run the football and it's just a tall task for a Duke Blue Devils team that is you know continually going in the wrong direction Louisville has bowl eligibility on the line you know Scott Satterfield and company said hey you know we're it's not one of those things that we don't talk about I mean you know, we're being honest with ourselves. We know that you know, bowl eligibility was the goal before the season, and they have a very good opportunity to do so here in a couple days against Duke. So I think that this is just going to be a perfect storm for the Cards. Yes, 19.5 points is a big spread, but I think Louisville wins this by about 24 to 28 points. So um, I ultimately it's going to be you know um, a testament to a couple of things the Louisville offense gets going. The Louisville defense I think is going to hold Duke to under 14 points. The Cardinals have been very solid defensively over the past couple weeks. If they're able to turn in, you know, an overall good performance like they did against Syracuse and for the most part against Clemson and Boston College, I think that there should be no issue of Louisville not only winning this game but also at the end getting, you know, over the hump in terms of the spread and covering the 19 and a half point in favor of the Cardinals. Um, so we began our preview into the Duke Blue Devils. I'm talking about the key players to watch for both teams and explaining why Louisville will cover the spread. I know this was supposed to be a Woman Wednesday. Um, you know, that's on me. That was a scheduling conflict, um, you know, on my end. So um, we'll have Jeremy on to uh, go into the final tune-up in terms of preview for the Duke Blue Devils, that episode airing tomorrow morning. Um, be able to check that out. Also. Speaking of Jeremy Wallman, be sure to go check out the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. The most recent one dropping on Sunday evening. Some great recap of what happened this past, e- this past weekend. Um, recap of the Syracuse win, along with previewing the the Duke, um, <coughs> the Duke matchup. So check that out at CardinalsportZone.com. Also want to give a quick shout out to the Locked On Pets podcast, hosted by your boy Q with handicapping and analysis expert. From expert Lee Sterling, you can check that out on the Honesty app or wherever you like to get your podcast. That's going to wrap up this Wednesday edition of the show. Everyone have a great